Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Would you rather have Mike McCarthy or Kyle Shanahan? Come on, man. One has a <laughs> ring, it. one doesn't. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> right, one has a ring, Stop it. one doesn't. And I think Mike McCarthy's a good coach. I, I think I think a little higher Mike McCarthy than most people do. I think, I think that's But I don't, I don't think he's... Kyle Shanahan. This is my. This is. This I don't is, think he. I don't even think he's close to Kyle Shanahan. This is my bit for the day because Mike McCarthy been it. Thinking about Mike yeah, McCarthy. Mike too, McCarthy like he, had a run too, boy. Yeah, he does win. Man, he mm-hmm. he had a run. He was 125 and 77 in Green Bay, a win percentage of 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 six one eight. Uh, he's got a win percentage in Dallas of six two seven. Just the the killer for Mike McCarthy with those Dallas teams is, um, you know, missed the playoffs his first year, lost in the wild card round. Uh, lost in the divisional round, lost in the wild card round. Uh, you go back to those years with uh, Green Bay, lost in the championship, divisional round, championship, wild card, divisional, divisional. Has his one Super Bowl, mm-hmm. which bought him about nine more seasons as the uh, Green Bay head coach and six more playoff failures. Mm. Or I mean, it's it's a tough term, but... You don't win the Super Bowl; it's a failure for you. Right. Which is like now I gotta look so, at Mike so, Tomlin. So 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 then you got Tomlin is does he have it's one or good. two? He's got two, doesn't he? He's got he's got one, one. and a loss. Yeah, he's got one because the other lost one was, to Mike McCarthy. Yeah, the other one was uh, Cower was still there, I think. When they beat Seattle, he beat the Cardinals though. He beat yeah, the that's Cardinals. Oh, that's the one. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's the one. His <laughs> holy crap! His second year. Mm. His second year, or if you wanted to, if you wanted to be a jackass, which I I won't because I love Tomlin, but you could say he won with somebody else's team. It wasn't far from Cowher's team. Two years removed, not far. No. Um, what stands out about Mike Tomlin as opposed to the other guys? He's only been to one other championship game. Mm. He went to. He lost in the Super Bowl. As, as he he won the Super Bowl, lost the Super Bowl as we laid out. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he the the last time he was in a AFC Championship game was 2016. The and and so we got a guy win Rhino, percentage of six three one. Who I just I, I I don't know man I don't I don't um I it's just me man it's just me I don't really like I don't like the way coaches and players are talked about sometimes because like rhino who isn't even man or woman enough to show their own face 
We'll get on social media. We'll come on this radio show or whatever with no consequences whatsoever and talk about Mike McCarthy is an absolute joke of a coach. An absolute joke of a coach? Really? That's what we're talking about. And I'm not even like this big. I've turned into a Mike McCarthy defender. Absolute coach joke of a coach. (laughs) (laughs) Dust it off. (laughs) What are you doing with him? (laughs) What are you doing with him? (laughs) That's that's what like but think think about the way I just hate the way we talk about sports. That a guy like Rhino, who no disrespect to him because he's a human being and but he's a relative nobody, can come out here and call somebody like Mike McCarthy a joke of a coach. Number one, like Rhino, I'm pretty sure if they hired you as Dallas Cowboy coach, your ass would get destroyed by all these other NFL coaches. Like, you'd have no shot. You want to talk about Mark McCarthy's an absolute joke. Like I said, you're not even man enough to put your face in front of your name. Well, How the, who the hell are you to tell Mike McCarthy he's a joke of a coach? Here's here's what I'll ask about. Here's what I ask Rhino and and everybody else because R- R- Rhino I think uh, wrote later as you were uh, eviscerating him there. Um, he here, here it is. He wrote it again that that they won in spite of him. Okay, that's that's fine. Rhino's not alone in that thought. A lot mm-hmm. of people feel that way. The question I'll ask is, you know, how many coaches available for Dallas? Would have done better, and if you can, re- if you think D'Amico would have done better, or or, or Robert Sala, or or if, if you could create a long list of coaches, you think would could have done better with Mike McCarthy, hey, better than Mike McCarthy? Mm-hmm. Salute. It's all speculation at this point. Mm-hmm. So you can't say Andy Reid because Andy Reid's not going anywhere. You can't say Kyle or John, or you can't say none of the you. Those guys aren't going anywhere. Uh, hell, there's 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 some teams that got who the hell is the coach of the Falcons? Uh, Raheem Morris. Oh, right. Who was the guy who was just fired? I forgot his name. Was it Dennis Smith or is that Arthur is Smith? That Ar- Arthur. Arthur no, Smith. Arthur Smith. Yeah. Arthur Smith. He 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 do he he was available for you. He gonna do it? Mm. That's see, and and that's the thing. I'm not a big Mike McCarthy's part of the part of the issue with Mike McCarthy and part of the issue with the Dallas Cowboys is they hype the Cowboys up every year. Mm. You tap in. And you 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 tuning into those guys in the morning? Get up! It's 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 some Dallas Cowboys pun to start the show every morning. Mm-hmm. I can't change the channel quick enough. Every morning, that's what it is. And they tell you they build. Oh, this t- the talent's there. Can Dak take the next step to immortality? Like, all right, bro. Like, cool. And you consume that stuff, and then you watch, and you wonder why they're failing. Maybe they're not failing. Maybe they're overhyped. Yeah. But again, Mike's got some blunders that stand out. Yeah. Right? The 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 play against the 49ers. Mm-hmm. The the Ezekiel Elliott uh at center play. Mm-hmm. Like there's 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 blunders that stand out and it's easy to point at him. But the question remains the same. Would they have been better with Arthur Smith mm. or Dennis Al- or any list of coaches that have been hired in the last couple of years? And if you can say yes and make a compelling argument. Salute. D'Amico, Rhino says D'Amico would have been a great hire. You're absolutely right. I couldn't agree with more with that. But would they Would they have been 12-5? and five? Would they have a win percentage of 627? I don't know. 
We, we, and I'm a D'Amico believer. Yeah. I, 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 and, I don't know. And I'm a D'Amico believer as well. But as much as we both believe in, did anybody ex- expect what we saw from Houston this year? There's different. Well, CG, yeah. I think he's a, a good coach yep. or whatever. Yeah. Nobody was sitting here. I'm going to Vegas to put money on Houston to win the division. No. Nobody. I don't think so. So, like, you can you can think whatever the case may be. But, like, to get up, sit up there and talk about uh, this guy's a joke of a coach when he has, like I said, you, you, can, you can think he's top level or not or whatever. It's a whole different thing. Mike McCarthy has won in this league repeatedly with a number of different people. You talk about Rodgers carried him. Rodgers hadn't been in Dallas for the last three years. And he's got the highest winning percentage of any team in, in football over that time. He's got like 36 wins in three years. The guy knows how to coach. He knows what he's doing. So that, so whether you think he's top level or not, that's a discussion. But to be disrespectful to these to these coaches and to these players and say he's a joke, that's, I, don't like, I don't like that. And I don't like the way sports is talked about in that way today where people like Rhino, well, who once again can't even show his face, well, can't even put his face to his name. Well, in defense of Rhino, Nick Sirianni's a joke. No, oh, Nick Sirianni <laughs> is a joke. I, now I've said that. I've said that. But but here's, See, here's the thing about so, it. So, so, so Mike McCarthy is Rhino's Nick Sirianni. But Mike McCarthy's resume is way oh, deeper man. than that's Nick Sirianni's. Facts. That's facts. Way deeper. Yeah, that's facts. And I'm say, I gotta rate it. I'll say this to Nick Sirianni's face. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but you see me. My name is behind this, well, but on Twitters and Instagram and and all the, and so and YouTube comments, Nick, you could be a block and say, "Oh, th- yeah, um, this is what I think. This is right. You're an idiot. You ain't you ain't even nobody. You ain't even real." That's what that's come that come on, man. You know that that's what this is. That's why I hate the way it is. It's not just it's not Rhino in the chat. It's Twitter. Like it's it is what it is. It is what it now. now I got dudes challenging me to fights on Twitter. Like it, like what you, like what you want to do. The man wants to fight. It's like, hey, dog, I'm the easiest human being to find. I literally tell you where I'm at every day. We here. I got you, big. Because that's what tough guys do is they challenge you on Twitter to a fight. Like, yeah. All right, big dog, you, you got and then, it. And then, and then, like, what, what are we fighting for? What the hell? Are we, what are we fighting for? What are we fighting for? So it's. It's not, it's, it's, I'll talk about it, man. But it's just one of those things where I hate the way sports is consumed and talked about nowadays. Kyle Shanahan is a hell of a coach. He's yeah. a hell of a coach. Yeah, absolutely. He hasn't won a Super Bowl, man. He won, and remember, he won me over. Mm-hmm. I did not like yeah. him. I, I was not yeah. a fan of his when this show started. I don't want to say I wasn't a fan. I didn't understand it. I thought it was gross overhype. Duke and coach. He's doing his thing. Just didn't get it done. Um, There's a couple more things that we'll talk about uh, when we come back. We'll get to the Kings. I'm telling you. We certainly will. James James is going to join us. Yeah, he's going to join us at the the 3 o'clock hour, and uh, we'll really be settling into Kings. Just in time for All-Star break tomorrow. Awesome. See the one KC brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can over think 
what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'll make one other uh, observation. Well, you know, get the shot of man. I realized last night, I thought this, I've sensed this. I think I might have said this on the show before. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I'm not... I don't, I don't know Taylor's catalog, Taylor Swift. I have a tremendous, like, I, I, I love music, tremendous amount of respect for what she's done. I've, I've tried. I've tried. I just, I, I'm going to make a better effort, especially before the new album comes out, to maybe I'll become a Swifty. Yeah, you don't have to. It, it, it turns out, though, the obnoxious one of those two is actually Travis Kelsey. Oh, man. He's annoying. Oh, man. He goes to the microphone and cuts these WWE promos. <laughs> I'm, if it, it I'm retired from Twitter now. I've retired today. I was about to tweet Triple H. Would you sign this dude and get it over with? <laughs> this dude just goes up there. He's screaming at poor Jim Nance. And it's like, what is? Okay, sir, I just asked how you were feeling. And you're out here, like, singing Viva Las Vegas. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? His, his behavior to Andy I'm more the offended. first half was embarrassing. Well, I hope he apologized to Andy. Well, he's, well. I, that was nasty. Behavior. I just I want to state for the record. That's my quarterback. Tony had a couple of tough moments yesterday, mm. and I thought that was one of them. What did you know? I was he really glossed over. What did that. he? What did he say about that when it happened? He 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 basically just glossed over it. They had the replay and they were showing it. He's like, oh, he's just fired up, wants to get back in the game. It's like, man, he nearly knocked Andy on his ass, and then and then uh, <laughs> didn't. Tracy, I think it was, come back and it was like, yeah, Kelsey, he's Tracy. been seen in the past throwing his helmet. He yeah. did that, and then you yeah. saw what he did with Andy and da-da-da-da. And Tony was like, ah, he's a fiery competitor. That's, it is what he said. <laughs> that's emb- what he no, said. that's embarrassing, bro. Like, if um, I'm, I'm dating Tony myself. Tony took a or beating yesterday. Or I'm, but... I'm, I'm, I'm going uh, dating myself. But if T.O. would have done that to Andy Reid in Philly, what would they have said about T.O.? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That would have been oh, that would have been that would have been a mess. Yeah, and I, I, I don't. I think he's kind of corny with the with the promos, but I don't have a problem with Travis Kelsey. He's he's whatever. Like he's cool. I don't. I don't. I'll say I'll say this. Like, like that. I like that outfit he walked in with. Nice outfit. Yeah, that nice was outfit. fire. Yeah, that, that was, was nice fire. Outfit. Did you see who designed Usher's outfit? No. the The blue and the blue and black joint that he that he wore at the end too. Yeah. It was off white. Obviously. But wasn't Virgil, but right. like Off White designed it. Yeah. Nah, that was fire. Yeah, that was big time. Um, Let's get Shy the Man real yeah, quick. Yeah, yes, house. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. Shy the Man, what's good, baby? Oh uh, man, not what's going on with y'all fellas? Ah oh, man, it could have been better. That's my hurt, man. 
Um, it, it especially hurt because the Niners, I feel like they had their opportunities. Uh, people want to blame coaching and the defensive coaching. I mean, there was a couple plays where, you know, it was fourth and one. And I felt like I was like, why are they playing so far back? But really, to me, it really came down to a few things. Um, that, that Ray Ray uh, McLeod not jumping on the ball, giving Kansas City Chiefs the possession right there in the red zone, that really hurt, man. And um, the block field goal, I think, really hurt at the end of the game. We would have been up by one at the very end of the game. It would have been really hard for the Chiefs to uh, come back on us. And then the loss of Dre Greenlaw, man, that, that yeah. I feel like that really hurt yeah. the defense, especially at the end of the game, mm -hmm. because um, Fred Warner, man, he it seemed like he was out there chasing Kelsey and chasing Mahomes all over the place, man. And I know Dre Greenlaw would have been in on some of those uh, up-close plays, especially that fourth and one and some of them really close uh, defensive plays that the 49ers really needed somebody yeah. down there. Yeah, no, I, I hear God, you. We appreciate the, you. The, the, the Drake most of you. Most yeah, of most I mean, of Shai, The great part is most Shai, of what you said. Shy doesn't even know. <laughs> like he has, he probably has no clue what he said. I didn't even laugh. I just like just sighed and put my head yeah, down, hit yeah. the dump on that one. Hey, like zero days, <laughs> zero day. I want a legitimate whiteboard right there. Zero days without <laughs> without nonsense. Yeah, man. It's uh. The, the Greenlaw thing that one's that one's going to it's tough. It's going to haunt yep, me. That's tough uh, for sure. Um, the Ray Ray McLeod. I mean, that was the play of the game. But once again, like we talked about earlier, the the Ray Ray McLeod play. That was a play of the game. It was ten three, ten six. Mm. It was ten six. You were getting the ball back. Um, at the very least, that was another possession without, you know, without Patrick yeah. Mahomes having the ball, and and you you give it give it up right there. And what, but but the whole thing about that is, I know a lot of people are like Ray Ray should have fell on it. Yes, he should have fell. He should have. Yes. Do you know how fast that happened? Like, yeah, but the the the, the ball hits the guy on the foot. Oh, he's sitting there. He's telling people get out the way, get out the way. Hits him on the foot. Oh snap! It hit his foot. He just reaches down to get it. Yes, yes. I would love for him to fall on it. Ball's right there. He reaches down to get it. Doesn't get it. Goes through his hands, they pick it up. I mean, these are these are things. It's that just hard for me to call that the play of the game. Like I get it, they scored the next play, but the 49ers recovered from that. Yeah, but they might not have had to recover from it. There might have yeah, been. Yeah, but we to see that. From. See that's that's the thing we don't know. And, right. And but but the other thing is that was a place that that Chiefs offense hadn't been getting all day. Was it right? Yeah, yeah, zone. no, for sure. And no, I, I at got the you. very least, say you go three and out, you make them kick you, and go up against that defense again for a full field, and that just it just felt like that gave them a little bit more belief and a little more life uh, to have that get the ball in that place and then be able to put it in in the end zone. It just felt like that changed the momentum. Niners did a great job of no, being I able agree. to to rebound. You be from that, yeah, but. you 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 became the hunter after that. Mm -hmm. Like you you were you were you were playing in a completely different point. You know, Tony talked about that on the kickoff. Mm -hmm. Like Brock did a tremendous job settling his nerves down. Like just to start the game, he was phenomenal. Yeah. Now you're behind. Now you're playing with a totally different level of emotion and a totally different level of urgency. Mm -hmm. And he responded. I, I get it. You, you're absolutely right. It, 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 it completely flipped the game. Mm -hmm. um, but I thought the 49ers did a fantastic job of recovering. Can I, can I take a quick second real quick? You can take as much time as you want. I apologize to my guy, Rhino. 
I continued the whole break going in well, online and all this other stuff. I apologize. Look, I just don't like, like I said, I passionately do not like the way sports are talked about nowadays. And these players and these coaches uh, just getting easily disrespected the way they do. I don't appreciate. I don't know why I don't appreciate it, but I don't appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, Rhino set me off in that situation. So Well, it only – I mean, the fact Rhino that it, could be perfectly fine. Rhino, Rhino could he, – he came in here to this show to voice his opinion. We always open it up for people to uh, have their opinion or whatever, and I, I jumped all on him, man. So, Rhino, I'll publicly apologize. Well, at least he didn't challenge you to a fight. As long as we're not challenging people to fights, man. You challenge, just, challenge to a fisticuffs on Twitter, like for real lately? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, what was it for? This, this, so I'll, I'll, I'll read it to you. Where's Where's homie at? Um, it, it was. It actually made me laugh at first. <laughs> Where, bro? So I, I tweeted. Obviously, I was tweeting about Usher uh, last night. Um, I don't know if you guys know this. We host a second show over on. Um, Some people don't. This is news to some people. And I just, I just, I just, I just, there are a couple of words that caught my attention. Never understand, this is what bro responded to the Usher tweet. Never understand when males care about the halftime show. <laughs> that stuff for the ladies, bro. The men at our parties do other stuff when halftime is on. What? <laughs> what? All right, Grandpa. <laughs> Hey, does he have a does he have a, a face on his Twitter? He does. It looks like it's him and his boy. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, like his son, like his like oh, his boy, okay, like his okay. like his. his it, it, I don't know if it is or it's not. It's a, it's a, it's a. But they got De'Aaron. It looks like De'Aaron Fox jerseys in front of uh, uh, Malik. Like yeah, Kings fans, the whole deal. <laughs> so what did you say? <laughs> no, I need to hear the whole exchange. <laughs> in the land of dumbasses, you're their king. This is the lamest attempt at a show of masculinity I've ever seen. Also, it's very literally my job. Um, Damn, that cut deep, I guess. Wasn't meant to be a jab at you, bruh. Take your sensitive ass somewhere and sit down. Nobody trying to show masculinity, just stating facts. Oh, that's what he did. It's not facts either. Smack the F out of you if you want to talk that stuff in real life. Whoa. Hey, chill, bro. Chill, chill, chill. No, there's more. Chill. I said, uh, ha, 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 you trying so hard. You trash, bro. I'm out here. Come see me anytime. Sensitive. This is wild. Sensitive midget ass talking wild. I, I don't know. Why does he assume you're not tall? I don't know. I, I don't know why. I, I, I don't know. And then my man followed up with, hold on. Did he delete? Did he delete a tweet? Where's my, where's my, where's the, oh, here he is. Uh, you, you started talking reckless from a tweet. That was a simple observation. I'm letting you know we both out in this city. You want to settle. We can go back and forth here. We can settle at any time. <laughs> Everyone knows real men close their eyes during the halftime show. <laughs> what, what do what do real men do during the halftime? I show enjoyed too, some I of know. your content until I found out you're an emotional little bitch. <laughs> KC carries your lame ass anyway. Oh, who is this guy? Let me see him. I need to see him. Where's he at? It's your man, right there. Come on, man. Come uh, on, bro. Stop all that, man. 
So I just responded with a heart emoji because he's right. Casey carries the That's show. So true. I just that hit him. Wrong. I just hit him with the That's little wrong. heart emoji and said, but when you use terms like uh, males, why do males care? <laughs> you lost me, bro. Like, I, don't, I don't know. I don't. You, you, you trying too hard right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. You're just, doing too much. You're just, doing too much, bro. Scrolling. You're doing too much. Like, I don't, I don't understand where, um, <laughs> where, where music became gender based. I'm not sure. I should hit that stage, fellas. Hit the grill. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, also, bro, I didn't have a party. I was I made some wings and nachos for my mom and go like, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> What's the issue? Yeah, that was big. Wait till he finds bizarre. out they were plant-based nachos. He's gonna be <laughs> really fired up. That wow. was bizarre. Yeah, so that's, that's it. but hey, you know what? It's not my man's fault. It's mine. It's my fault. One for engaging, and two, I should know better than to tweet. I host a radio show for seven hours. Mm. There's absolutely nothing I should be saying on Twitter that I'm not saying during a seven-hour radio show. How many, real quick, how many followers he Radio got? shows. He? Yeah. I hate to do this. I always said I wasn't going to do this. I ain't going to block you. I ain't going to go Tim Kawakami, but you sometimes you just got to. For me, it, 125. That's not enough. <laughs> that's not enough. And there, there was people that was people trying to talk to me uh, all last night. And like I, I put out the PSA, you know, and I, I said, hey, here's what it is. I'm here. I play the game. The game is the game. I'm a trash talker. I, try, I have fun with it. It's fun. Like, this is good stuff. We have a good time. If my team loses, I expect it right back. So it is what it is. But there was like some, some, some 60. Uh, account followed, you know, people and 130. I don't know where my cutoff is, but the 125 ain't enough for me it's to, like to I respond. I, and I don't even, I, I hate to be like fault. that, but sometimes you got to do that. 125 ain't enough. I should know better. It's my fault. It happens. It happens, though. It happens. It just, was, it just completely caught me, caught me off guard. It like, did you check the bio before you <laughs> sent that message? That was crazy. That was that was that was a crazy uh exchange. Let's get Stan in here. 916-909-1320. What's up, Stan? Hi guys. Hey, uh I was gonna say, just after a real disappointing loss, I I usually turn off all media outlets. I mean, I don't want to hear anything because I know <laughs> a lot of the stuff is just gonna be, you know, out of bounds. Um there's only one show I listen to, and that's you guys. Thank you. I know you guys are gonna come across with real information. Um, I know it's going to be from all, you know, every conceivable angle. So I appreciate that. So that's why you're the only show that I'm listening to today. Oh, you're done, I'm out. Much so, love, man. Hey, guess what? This is the show Thanks, I'm Stan. the only show I'm listening to today, too. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, you talk about, hey, hey, you talk about my boy and all this other. You think I'm listening to Simmons? Oh, no. yeah. I ain't listening to nothing. It's your boy, though. I'm getting caught up on Joe Budden, and then Joe Budden probably gonna talk about the Super Bowl on Tuesday, and I won't listen to that one either. Joe started the like I'm way behind, not way behind. I'm like a week and a half behind. Joe started the Saturday show with with Cody and The Rock. Oh really? (laughs) Yeah, I was like, because I because I I was listening. I was actually listening to Kyle. I was listening to Kyle and Chris, and it ended. Uh-huh. And and Joe's was just next, and it started, and there he was like, yeah, the, the Rock and Cody Rhodes. I'm like, <laughs> podcast is this? <laughs> um, what do you think of Usher? Thought he did a great job. I mean, that's the goat. That was phenomenal. 
He did. He he did that. He did a phenomenal. He, he, he delivered job. on his promise. Uh, t- man, surprised the hell out of me with the start. He went with caught up. He did. Start, yeah, I, I was said, surprised what? by that too. I started to think he can't start with yeah. He's got to end with yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes. But sense. then I just settled in on. He's gonna start with oh my god, and he didn't. He worked in like the chorus. He did, and he did a little routine to it, and that was he it. He did caught up. He did bad. His superstar, my personal favorite. I mean, he he. He did that, and then Alicia Keys, my boo, and everything. I mean, yeah. that was that was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. He did a great job. We even got a little "If I Ain't Got You" in there. Yeah, uh, got a little turned out in there. Um, that was good stuff. Usher, Usher is there's a he's the best. There's a there's a lesson there though that I just can't. I've thought about this all because we did obviously over on 102.5. We did a lot. For Usher, you know, we we did a big brunch. Shout out to everybody that came to the brunch. Yeah, thank you, thank you to everyone who came through, and shout out to Warren, man. Warren, yeah, big ups to Warren, man. Just love you, bro. Yeah, Uh, and Ramsey and Katrina, of course. But um, Usher had like stalled. It was kind of—I don't want to say it was done, but the album, like the albums, were different. Like he couldn't find his flow. And he was dropping like songs that were cool, but like there was no, there used to be a mystique around Usher. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a mystique anymore. And Chris Brown had firmly just kind of taken over as that guy in R&B. And then that residency happened. Mm. And he built a show that became one of, if not the toughest show to get a ticket to. Mm-hmm. It became a show where every weekend you were seeing a celebrity. Uh, you were seeing uh, uh, Mary J. Blige, or you were seeing the the, the the Kiki Kiki Palmer stuff. You you were seeing Asia Wilson. Mm-hmm. You were you did the whole Las Vegas Aces. You were you were seeing someone attached to that show, someone wanting to go to that show, and it it changed like his 2024 trajectory Mm. where he's got this show in Vegas. He told, I think it was Gail King that he extended the Vegas residency because he was trying to prove to Jay-Z that there was no one who should have the Super Bowl halftime show in Las Vegas other than him. Mm. And you see, uh, and that you'll see the fallout I'm sure in the coming days, you know, SZA snooze, is back in the top five after the Grammys. It's the it's the effect of 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 being in front of an audience like that. Yeah. Usher was just a, in front of a hundred million people. Yeah. What do you think his catalog is going to look like in a couple of days? Boom. And he didn't deviate. His new album is phenomenal, and I listened to it all weekend. I paused to listen to another new album that came out, but I listened to that Usher album over and over and over and over again. And the more I listened to it, the more I liked it. And I kept trying to pinpoint what is it about this record that I like. And it's it's him. It's not him trying to do what they do now. Mm-hmm. It's not him trying to get on the Soul Bloom, you know, because Soul Bloom is a different type of R and B, right? That is a that is a, a a slower, more methodical 2024 version of of what R and B music is. Almost a neo soul type sound to it. Usher made an album in 2024 the way Usher makes albums. 
and it has callbacks to the 80s, to the 90s, to the early 2000s, and nods today. And if I if 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 there's a lesson to be learned in it, it's trust your work. Mm. Like trust who you are, trust what you bring to whatever field you work in, because things had sloped down for Usher, and he trusted his work, and he built that residency into what it is. Got on the Super Bowl halftime show. He's got this tour going on. Any everything we hear, all signs are pointing to him going back to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And now he's one of the hottest acts in the game, and he wasn't that two years ago. Yeah, I mean that that residency. What it did is it was, and, and he did a phenomenal job with it. But even with the residency, it was just like, it was almost like a y'all must have forgot moment. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, go see Usher, and go see who this man is, what his catalog is, and what he can do as a performer, and. He, he he took it to a whole nother level. He did a phenomenal job with that. Um, he is the greatest of all time in R&B. He just is, in my opinion. He's got everything that you need. He's got the, the features, the singles, the albums. He's the greatest to ever do it. And, you know, I remember I was listening to uh, uh, Joe Budden one time when they talked about, I think it was Usher's birthday or something that they had, and, he was he was LeBron for a lot of people in yeah. the music industry and in uh, in Atlanta specifically. Uh, they had this young guy Usher, and they're like, "Yo, he's the one." He, you know, maybe they didn't use this type of you know wording, but they're like, "He gonna be the next Michael Jackson. He the one." Mm-hmm. And for it to actually come to fruition, it's it's, it's amazing to see. He he is absolutely the goat. Did a great job yesterday too. I listened to Beyonce's records repeatedly. I actually had Beyonce playing during one of the drives because <laughs> they, they 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 popped up. I don't remember if the Chiefs or the 49ers had the ball, but I had her two new tracks playing. And of course, that got everybody drop the new music. Wait, what? <laughs> Grab the phone, start scrolling for new music. Start looking. Does anybody got this new music? Um, and it dropped. I think about 15 minutes later, uh, with the announcement of her new album coming out the 29th of March. See you. Uh... I'm I'm in the minority. I'm not. I'm never like on pins and needles for new music. I'm always the type where if it, if it's good enough, it'll 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 get to me. Mm. It'll get to me. So I'm like they were in my household trying to figure out like what's going on. Is she's dropping something new? And obviously the game was going on, so I wasn't really tripping. But even even then, like I was like, eh, I'll get to it. When I, I'll hear it. Like if it, if you it's know- hot enough. I'm going to hear it. Yeah, you know why I like being up on that stuff? Because I want to play it over and over and over again. Mm. And the ultimate satisfaction is when Drake dropped. What did we say when Drake dropped? First day we came in after the album came out. Was that Friday? Mm -hmm. Complex, we need to play first person shooter. Mm -hmm. They were trying to push Rich Baby Daddy. Complex, we need to play first person shooter. We need to fit that into the show today. Mix it. Like, we've got to play first person shooter. Yeah. We did. I'm not saying we set the standard for everybody else, but I love knowing that wasn't the plan. Mm-hmm. The plan was Rich Baby Daddy. And I love that we came in and said, hey, let's run with First Person Shooter. The second that record dropped, we had it on our air because we knew it was a smash. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's there's 50 other D-Lo and KCs across the country that did the same thing, but we weren't left behind. Right. Right? Like, we right, stepped right, out. Right. And I love, I love him. 
Yo, we did it with good, good. Yo, yeah. we hit. Yo, we, hey, new usher. Hey, got to get it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. we did. We, we, the the new snack. usher's out, and you know, complex has trusted us a little bit. He, he listens to it. I mean, obviously, he knows this is his bag. This yeah. stuff, this stuff runs through his blood. But that's that's why I love. I I want to be on top of the new music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, I need to come home soon though. She need to come home. I'm looking forward to this album, man. I think it's gonna be. Uh, I think it's going to be interesting. Again, we're calling it a country album, and I'm going to call it a country-influenced album. I think it's going to be good, for sure. She, Beyonce is like, like Usher, in my You opinion. haven't heard the two tracks yet? Mm-mm. Beyonce is like Usher, in my opinion. She, you know, you ain't going to get nothing bad. You ain't going to get nothing bad. Like it's, it ain't, You don't be like, I wish I would have never heard this. It's going to be good, but I'm ready for it to come home. Okay. We will absolutely get to the Sacramento Kings next <laughs> because James is going to join us and he's not going to want to talk about Usher, Beyonce, and uh, I'm sure he's tired of talking about the Super Bowl as they talked about that earlier. So we'll talk Kings basketball when d and Casey return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. KC, this is a shoot. This is a shoot. KC was about to tell us why he likes Ed Sheeran so much. Well, I'm not going to say that I know his catalog too much, but he do he does have one of my favorite songs ever, and that's Thinking Out Loud. Now, you know why that song? Because he I'd stole sim- it from Marvin Gaye? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I simply know it because I, I do feel like it's like one of those elevator store songs. Mm. That's where I would hear it, and I, I would always hear it, and I'd be like, okay. And then I kept hearing it some more, and I was like, uh-huh. Huh. And then I would listen to it, and I was like, I kind of like this song. And then, yeah, I would listen to it uh, on my own after that. It's like you, on one of these playlists. Do you feel like you like different genres of music? Mm, I appreciate them. I respect them, and I appreciate them. I, when I say like, I don't like uh, like. There's country style. I don't. I don't. I don't ever play it in my free time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But if I if I hear Eric Sheeran, it's probably a good example. Like, I don't play his album, but he has that song. I love that song, and mm. I appreciate that song. I talked about it last week with the Grammys. Like, I may not listen to Billie Eilish or anything like that, but mm. I respect that genre, what they do, how they sing. Adele, I don't listen to Adele. I appreciate her voice and and, and how she can make a song and things of that nature. So, uh, it's mo- it's more of an appreciation as opposed to like. It's actually liking it and mm. listening to it. Yeah, the Grammy sent me down a there was a record that came that that Tracy Chapman record. I remember loving that song when I was younger mm. and being so what is this? Like I never understood it. To this day, I don't think I understand what that record is. <laughs> like the sound of it. It's all I knew, like that's a black woman singing this song. Mm. This isn't an R and B record. This don't sound like Mike or Prince. Mm-hmm. What is this? this is, but it also doesn't sound like Def Leppard and Poison. Like, what the <laughs> hell is this? And I, I just remember being younger, having like an appreciation for the album. And then, um, you know, like I, she, she had another smash that came out like a handful of years later. And um, I dove down her. I started with her essentials mm-hmm. and then just dove through her albums late last week mm. man what a voice like seeing her on stage with uh 
the country, uh, Luke Luke Holmes, mm-hmm. man, that like like oh yeah, like this is fire. Like because I never the, the country songs, whatever. Like I always knew the the Tracy Chapman version. Like oh, that's, this is okay, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Seeing them out there, just guess like I gotta hear Tracy's voice again. Man, you talk about a voice that is unique mm. and spe- like man, she could sing. That was it, Bryce. Give me one reason. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's bad. See, if I did have another genre that um, I'd probably like, it'd probably be rock or alternative, to be honest with you. I remember one time, because I kind of like rock. But you're music. a big Nirvana fan, if I remember correctly. Uh, it smells like Teen Spirit. There you go. That's my, you got that's it. my song right D- there, boy. D-P. <laughs> that's my cut. But I remember one time, uh, Jazz's co-worker, who listened to all genres of music, he would say, um, you know, you, you listen to alternative or whatever. And Jazz actually knows like a lot of alternative songs and Blink-182 and Green Day and all that stuff. And I'd be like, I I don't. Like make a mixtape of songs that are, you know, the best songs like that you can think of or your favorite songs. And he made like two or three CDs worth. And uh, I was like, oh, man, yeah, this is, these songs is fire. Like I loved them. So that... I love, uh, I love, you know, and it's so many genres in this now too. But like the whole Afro beats, reggae type stuff. I was big in, into that for a little bit, and, and still love it to this day. So, you know, like I said, there's sometimes like when I get into uh, just little little modes. Like for two weeks, I'll be listening to number Afro beats and mm. Tim's and um, you know, and, and uh, who's 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 my other guy, um, Burner Boy and and. Uh, Damn, who's the other one that uh, Wizkid? I listen to a lot of Wizkid, Ro Timmy, all those dudes, you know, Shin, Shinseya. I'll listen to those for like two weeks, and then I'll come back to hip hop and all that other stuff. So. Start hanging out with Io more. I know Io. I remember. I remember me and Io. We we was that's always my guy, but we connected at one of your your parties when he threw on Essence. So every time, and, and every Timmy time, was like, "Why are you throwing this on?" And me and I looked at each other like, every, "Bro, this no, is the one." What's no, he talking because, about? Because what he does every time, he goes, hey, um, hey, let me get the music. <laughs> he puts on that record, and everyone knows it. Jackson, Shonda, everybody who knows gives the collective, oh, He's going to play that same song That's the one. again. And then what he does is he hits play, <laughs> and then he gets this stupid-ass smirk on his face and starts doing this little, like, man, don't nobody want to hear that. Essence, Essence is the one, though. Put, Essence, put I'm, high I'm, five I'm, back on I'm going to start playing it every time I'm at one of your, your shindigs. I'm going to turn it on. That's the one. That's I'm gonna start. Ban- is in I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start. Timer. I'm gonna start banning people from touching my iPad. I'm gonna start locking it. <laughs> start locking my iPad when y'all come over. You don't need no other body. It's a tough scoreboard <laughs> watching night for Kings fans. The Pelicans play the Grizzlies. I wouldn't count on that going the Kings' way. And the Warriors play the Jazz. Oh, um, shout out to the Warriors. That's. I, 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 aren't they going to uh, the? Uh, some of the coaching staff, are, they're missing the game to go to the funeral. Oh, are they? I think I think they Kirk, are. Kirk, Steve Kerr will be there in Serbia, and I think some other members from the organization. Yeah, and it. Yeah. I, I saw Bonte's tweet. It, like that's it happened in Utah. Oh. So they're like, I, that that's tough. That's tough. Yeah. That's tough. You know, feel for them tonight. Mm-hmm. Warriors are playing really well. Like they're they they're, well. they're 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 solid play. 
uh, continues. I did smirk a little bit. Drew Down alerted me to what was going on over there in that Suns-Warriors game. And Obviously, I saw the highlight, but when I got a chance to catch it, I did have to smirk a little bit thinking, well, that actually helped the Kings. <laughs> That's why I had the Alonzo morning gift yeah. right that night, man. I was Help like, the Kings. When the Warriors win, but it helps the Kings. Hey. So, well, do what you do. All right. Do what yeah, you that, do. Um, I saw the end of that game, like the very last three possessions or whatever. Um, I heard it was a pretty good game, though, you know, and those guys were getting after it. Nurkic and, and Draymond were getting after Draymond back to his to his old ways, doing what he does. He's going to make it. Yeah. This guy, he a wild boy, man. He ain't going to make it. <laughs> he's, a, he's a wild boy, I'll tell you that. <laughs> he's a wild boy, man. Like you said, I don't know if he's going to make it. Um, the Legends legends had some stuff from that game. I saw that on Sunday. The, oh, did they? Yeah, yeah, oh, they I didn't see that. <laughs> I, need to, I need to start setting my alerts for them. <laughs> Hey, that's some stuff from that game. Oh, he's this dude was talking crazy, bro. He was talking, <laughs> talking crazy. He's a screen setter, and he was talking crazy like that. He's a funny dude, man. Mm. <laughs> no, it's good. No, he that that man. It's good to see. It's good to see how much counseling helps. That's really good. <laughs> yeah, it's really good to see how much like you that. Got it's the, gonna you got really the video up now. Yeah. Just him, just yeah. Oh man, I can't even like edit this and <laughs> read it to people. You can't. I don't. I'm not even comfortable retweeting it. You got to go to the account and see it yourself. Hey, but man, hey, good, good, good for him, man. It shows shows therapy works. Yeah, man. Took it very serious. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. That dude stay punching out of his weight class. Man, come on, man. <laughs> when you talking to Kevin Durant. Durant, bro, what you doing? You, you, bro, you punching so far out of your weight class. <laughs> what you That's Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather right there. And Sit then, down, bro. And then he was, after the game, he was talking about, uh, somebody asked him about, like, what did Nurkic, Nurkic, Nurkic after the game said he didn't learn nothing. Like, mm-hmm. Draymond looked like he didn't learn nothing. Mm-hmm. They asked Draymond about that, and he goes, waits for a long time, just trying to figure out his answer, and he's like, well, I don't know what he's talking about. I mean, I, I thought I had a great game. I thought I was great today. To be honest, I don't know if he wants me to come back and be quiet and all. That's not going to be me. Quiet people don't win championships. You know, they don't win. So, no, that's not what I do. Sir, when have we ever heard Kawhi talk? Mm. <laughs> Beat your ass. And what are you talking about? Kawhi is actually the guy on his team. Not <laughs> what, the... Yeah, what are you talking? You're talking like you're the Don Dada, bro. You're not. You're not him. You know what's funny? You set a screen at the end of the game for the hey. real guy to hit the game winner. Get, get lost. Dre was third guy on one, fourth guy on two, and not a guy on the fourth one. <laughs> Dude was getting benched in the fourth one, bro. He's getting benched in the finals. Get out of here! And then, <laughs> and then, did you did you see the end of the game? I did. So the play, which all right, whatever, it helped the Kings. So I don't care. I don't know how that foul about at the, the offense? end of the game oh. wasn't a out of bounds foul, one shot and ball for Phoenix. I don't really did they ever. I, I was listening on mute, so I don't know I if didn't. they gave an explanation, but that was as clear as day. A foul before the ball was inbound, one shot in the ball. 
You know what I never checked was the last two minute report. I, I assume I assume there was nothing in it. Otherwise, it would have been all over. It would have been everywhere. Uh, I don't have an answer for you, man. I don't know. But anyway, an so that play happens, and then if you see the clip, the clip of Draymond, they're looking up at the screen, and Draymond runs to Steve Kerr, like, "Hey, hey, no, challenge that! You gotta challenge that! You gotta challenge that!" And Kerr's like, "I don't have timeouts." <laughs> And then Dre was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Shut the hell up. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, man. Well, we were scoreboard watching so tough because uh, the Sacramento Kings beat the Denver Nuggets on Friday. Uh, vibes were immaculate. Beam was lit. That was crazy on Friday. They beat the hell out of them boys. The Kings of Comedy was at the podium. Oh, Def boy, Comedy they... Jam was in full effect. <laughs> they were kind of funny, too. No, they come were. On, they to come, man. But they... Them dudes, is... come on, man. Them, vi... <laughs> them vibes didn't last long. <laughs> There were there were four, five, six, seven guys in double figures, including Alex Lynn mm. uh, for the Sacramento Kings uh, on Friday against Denver. Um, had a lot of guys in double figures on Sunday, but that was one of those games where the Kings tried to fight and stick around. They even closed, you know... A, I felt like the Kings got their butt kicked against Oklahoma City. Yeah, I was – so I was in and out of the game. I was actually not at home. You know, I was trying to get some stuff together for what was going to go on for the Super Bowl. And I just kept looking at the score on my on my phone. And it started off modest enough. And then, like, it felt like for an hour it was at 18 to 20. It <laughs> Like the whole time I was like, well, this is whatever. And then I got – I said I to say I got home – and I was like, let me just see what's going on on this game. Like, I'm really about to watch pregame stuff, but let me see what's going on. And they got it to like nine mm-hmm. with like five minutes to go. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, all right, well, maybe we got some. I think they got it to eight at one point, and that was about as close as it got, right? The story of the game was runs. Like, the thunder just kept going on runs. and it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 